Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take the Black Lie, the only show on the internet where we talk about things like dragons, space lasers, fantasy, swords, psychic children, dinosaurs that are once again roaming the earth and other nonsense that you have to know about. Indeed. My name is Dan Selke. I am mostly recovered from my vocal um, uh, 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 difficulties from last week. Let's have a bit of a uh, rasp in here. I'm the editor of Winners.net, and I'm here with Daniel Roman, the other editor of Winners.net. Daniel Roman, how are you today? I'm doing okay. I am I am less recovered than you are. So I'm a little low energy today. I'm a little uh my my brain space is a little all over the place, but I'm excited to talk about zombies and squids and vampires. Ooh, squids, uh, maybe no yeah. actual squids, but squid games. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to talk about the stuff. There's been a lot of stuff this week. There's always stuff. So this week, usually, by the way, hello, everybody. Uh, hello, Martha. Hello, Julie. Hello. Hello, everyone who is in our, hello, Nicole, everyone in our lovely comment section. Looking forward to hearing from you because we have what I'm going to call a, um, a fragrant potpourri of discussion Ooh. topics today. There was no like That's nice. big, I think so. We could all use that. It's summertime. It's good to have a nice yeah. scent up your nostrils. There was no like <laughs> giant theme to kind of unite it around. But so I figured what we do is we'd go through some big news topics and talk about them, you know, in a moderate amount of depth, not too deep. Let's not go crazy, uh, but not lightning round fast either. And we can just see what feelings, insights and thoughts arise as we go through for you the most trenchant headlines making the rounds in the worlds of TV, movies, sci-fi, fantasy, and pop culture. Daniel, are you ready for your first prompt? I am. I was born ready. Yes, let's do this. <laughs> Love that phrase. <laughs> All right. So first up, some good stuff. HBO released a first look image at its upcoming zombie show, The Last of Us, starring not one, yeah. but two big Game of Thrones veterans. Pedro Pascal, of course, played Oberyn the Martell uh, in Game of Thrones, died, crush, crush, eyes pop, mountain hurt him. And then Bella <laughs> Ramsey played Leanna Mormont, um, the lady, the little lady of Bear Island. And now they are together, the last of us. They're going to cross the yeah. zombie infested American landscape together. She also got crush, crushed. Yes, she did get crush, crushed. She did. I, I almost forgot about that. This is practically a Game of Thrones legacy show, people. Practically a Game of Thrones spinoff. I mean, (laughs) it it really is. I mean, both main characters are Game of Thrones alumni. It's on HBO. Oh, also, you know, else Game of Thrones, that image looks dark. It is another continuing with the darkness of uh, famous HBO shows. They don't want to see us to anything. I'm tired of it. I'm really appropriate for this one. I guess. I'm Maybe. I'm really ready for that trend to be over. I'm ready for people to embrace artificiality again, at least when it comes to seeing <laughs> what the people look like. I mean, 
keep the theme dark, keep the story dark, but let me see your freaking face. Like, but you know what? We'll see more of it when it comes out. You have not played yeah. The Last of Us, right? I have not. Um, I've played a little bit. I, I Not enough that I will catch most of the references. Although I did see someone point out on Twitter that they think there's a clicker in the background of this. And the clickers are like the zombies. Correct yes. me if I'm wrong, because you have played it, right? I have played it, yeah. Because okay. every, every zombie story can't just call it zombies. You have to have something. You have to have like course. your take on it. In The Last of Us, which is a very, very well-respected video game out by, um, I think, yes, it is. Na- Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog. Yeah. Um, by Sony. Um, in this one, it's like a fungus. It's infected people. And that's what's turned them into it. You know, sometimes it's a blood disease. Sometimes it's a rabies type thing. Sometimes it's a wild rabbit animals. Here's a fungus. And they kind of like yeah. are plant zombies and they hit spores out of their brains. But, you know, again, like That's every nice. good zombie thing, it's not about the zombies. It's about the heart of humanity that is exposed in the aftermath of a societal collapse, which at this point, frankly, is, a I don't know. It's, it'll, it's been done maybe, a lot. Maybe The Last of Us can revive the zombie boom that we saw over the past 10 years with the walking dead and stuff. Maybe this is the new shot in the arm it needs because I feel like it's starting to fade or if it hasn't already zombies have been pretty played out. Yeah. I mean, it does feel like we're in the, in the later days of the zombie boom. Right. Cause like when the walking dead first hit, like there were other movies that came out around that time, like 28 sure. days later, got a yeah, couple yeah. of sequels, like, like things like that. I am legend. Like there, there were plenty of things around the time the walking dead hit and now the walking dead's ending. And somehow there are more walking dead shows now that the original walking dead is over They're They're doing a, a ton of spinoffs. Um, yeah. It, I do wonder when we're going to see the zombie trend decline, but I'm glad we're getting a last of us show before then, because you know, this game. So again, I haven't played it, but from what I know about it, like the it. games are really acclaimed. I I am positive I would like it. It's totally up my alley. Yeah. It, it, um, it, it, it they were really like acclaimed it. for their storytelling. And yes. like, I'm curious to see how that translates because I feel like with video games, it's either they had a really thin story or the story was secondary. We can put Halo in that category, um, yeah. even though they're the, the stands who love the story of the games, that's fine. But a lot of people didn't play them for the story. And that translates in a certain way. Arcane's another one that translates in a certain way because there wasn't really a story going on in League of Legends. Um, Then you have The Last of Us, which was like a pinnacle of game storytelling for its time. Yes. So how is that going to translate to television? I I am interested. Hopefully well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. As Nicole says, every theme has its time. First vampires, then zombies. Wonder what is next. Um, Leprechauns? That'd be cool. We'll see if they can get uh, some hot shows with leprechauns. Leprechauns. Julie asks, good question. Do you think houses Targaryen Stark are lost forever? No Targaryen's carrying the name. No male Starks either. It makes me sad. John's still around. He's technically a Targaryen. Who knows what the next few decades will bring. And, you know, Sansa can um, have a baby and just name it Stark. I think that'll be fine. Yeah, I don't think any, any Lords of the North, I don't think they'd be mad about that. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe John's heir in, oh, in a couple. Yeah, well, Bran, I don't, can Bran have kids? I, I can't remember if they ever Who really talked knows? about that. Who knows? Not a mystery that needed solving. How um, far does that yeah, paralysis maybe... go? 
Oh man, Freddie, Freddie in the chat saying we loved the game, The Last of Us. Good. Can't wait till the remake is coming out soon. Um, oh, he has a remake so Dan, too. Yeah, they're doing a remake for PS5, I think. Um, so what do we need to know for, for those of us who have never played the game? Um, no, this is a zombie story. What, what's like, what's the, I guess, like in terms of the tone, in terms of what to expect from the last of us as a story, like what sets this apart from other zombie stories? Is there anything? It, it is a zombie prestige drama. Like the last of us, the game is what if we made a zombie shooting game? We made it classy. What if Ooh, okay. the environments were all <laughs> lush? What if we took a storytelling? Okay. I mean, at least tried to take it seriously. What if the characters were full? Because again, like the game has a lot of like the things you expect from a zombie story. You got the zombies sure. by some whatever name. You have, um, you know, characters who have kind of like sightings fallen, which is like just yeah. like The Walking Dead, right? And, and everything is all yeah. hurly burly, tumble wumble. Um, but <laughs> they really, I'm making up words. They really tried to give it a classy, we're going to think about this um, kind of, they gave it an HBO code of polish. So it, it's a good fit. Yeah. And again, if something can revive zombie franchise, maybe this is it, or the zombie craze. But you know what? Yeah. That's not the only thing going on in, ooh, in the wide world of sports or entertainment, rather. Um, Daniel, <laughs> I, I like the, this next story. So, sorry, go, go on. No, I was just going to say, I guess this next story is kind of sports if you squint at it the right way. I want to know from you, Daniel, and from everybody watching, if you would do this, because I fully would. So <laughs> did you say you squid, fully would fully? Wouldn't. Absolutely. I would. Um, oh, squid okay. game, the Netflix sci-fi dystopian, well, I don't know. Satire program. Squid game is the most successful show in Netflix history, English language or otherwise. Yeah. I think everybody watched it. It took me a while, but I didn't get around to it. It's about yeah. a bunch of poor people who are kind of lured into this, sick gladiatorial game where they all play kind of kids games and if you lose you get killed and if you win yep. you advance only one slip at the very end put on by a bunch of rich industrialists who just kind of got bored and want to watch people fight for their lives um yeah so two quick bits of news they're making a second season obviously um yep. the other no bit, surprise surprise i mean i'm, I'm kind of shocked it took that long to announce it uh, Same. considering how huge it was yeah I think they talked other, about it a while back I'm surprised right. the official green light came so late. I think it was another Stranger Things situation where, again, no one expected that show to blow up. Nobody. Like, that came out of yeah. absolutely nowhere. So I'm betting they're like, yeah, we'll give you whatever deal you want. Just like, let's get it out there. And then like, oh, it's a hit? Oh, oh, damn. He has like uh, the right of refusal on stuff. He can throw this down. Crap. Um, but it's coming. And as Nicole says, yeah. couldn't get into school again for some reason. The inequality of it really bothered me. It was disturbing. It's a disturbing show. Yeah, that was the is... point. That was the point, Nicole, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah, it's good. It's good. We know that. I'm not so sure Netflix knows that based on the news we're going to talk about in a sec. Um, Why not, Daniel? Go yeah, it's. It. Hit it. OK, so, Dan, you say you would do this. I want your take about why you would do this. Why you think this is okay, or just just your opinion? Oh, so it's Netflix, not okay, but I would do it. That oh, right. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That makes it. That makes the difference. So Netflix, they it was just announced like yesterday. They mm -hmm. ordered a competition reality series called Squid Game: The Challenge. 
challenge. They're making an actual squid game reality show where people come on and play for four point five six million dollars, which is the largest cash prize ever on a television show, reportedly. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts here, Dan? What, what, how do you feel about this? I mean, OK, so there's two uh, kind of um, thoughts I have. One. Yeah. OK, so the 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 irony here and sort of um, the sort of sick irony is that the whole point of Squid Game is to point out how inhumane and kind of grotesque a society with just cavernous levels or uh, yawning levels of wealth and equality is. And it gives rise to this thing where the poor could just be roped into playing these literally life or death games for the amusement of rich people. And they're willing to do it because they're that desperate. So to recreate yeah. a reality competition show, <laughs> Julie, there is such a couldn't watch the game. She hates calamari, <laughs> which is pretty funny. I like calamari. <laughs> nice. Um, nice. Well played. So to, 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 to recreate an actual version of this, dystopian nightmare show but do it for our entertainment there's some um weird undertones going on now the other side is look they're not going to actually kill people i assume i assume um we assume and if and if you win you get 4.56 million dollars of course i would do it i mean come on you go in there and play tug of war and you might walk away like a multi-millionaire why not and you won't die i mean even after we think wouldn't that be a crazy twist if they, they got you don't everybody you're gonna die and yeah turned on the cameras and netflix was like <laughs> um you, you guys you guys want to show everyone signed over their right i wouldn't do it for 4.5 million if my life was on the line that'd be a lot more than that okay um okay but but for, but for, but for 4.5 million and i don't die of course i'll play little yeah. cut out the star game that looks fun yeah then it's just a reality show that's fair yeah exactly um what do you do with daniel man i feel like okay so so on premise you know i would go on a reality show for that much but i don't know the squid game the it just the irony of it just gets me so bad i don't know if i could bring my i would only be able to do it in a very ironic way um because yeah it's you know it reminds me a little of when Jennifer Lawrence was in the hunger games and Mm -hmm. those movies are, uh, it's similar. You could really compare squid game, probably more to the hunger games than most other things. It's like that, but it's about wealth inequality very specifically. So she (laughs) was in the hunger games. Yeah. Well, good for you, Julie. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like I I don't know if I would do it. I'm on the fence. I'm one of those people who might go, they might have the first day and then they might go home to do soul searching and they don't know whether they're <laughs> going to come back like in the first episode. Um, yeah. So when Jennifer Lawrence was in the hunger games, there was this weird kind of disconnect where she, she also happened to get very famous at the same time. So it was like, mm-hmm. she was in this movie about fame being used in really toxic, vicious ways by society happening to get famous and experience our society's own reflection of those same issues that the story is about. I, I really wonder what the creator of squid game yeah. thinks of this, because this I, is just like question. totally missed the moral of the story to, to even consider doing a thing like this. It's kind of almost like, like Netflix just the, lay off a bunch of people. I mean, a hundred out of thousands. But yes, they, yes, they did. But you know what could hire some of them 5 back? Million. 
a a, a a very popular competition show where you um what else to do with that thing <laughs> oh red light green light see that's fun um is it is it just be strange. it's just the netflix employees who got laid off who are invited to be on this show richard says every uh creator behind our canceled another show should enter to get uh the contest to get their shows renewed that'd be pretty good oh there we go i mean there we go if we can get some kind out, of spin like that <laughs> no just if you don't have death it's gonna be um not as punchy which is fine with me because it definitely yeah. shouldn't have death. I wonder definitely if by not. the end of our lives, we'll watch a reality show where you can die if you don't win. It kind of paints out <laughs> the limits of what like a satire can do. Cause like the boys too, a satire of, of capitalism run Amux, Squid Games, a satire of wealth inequality. Mm-hmm. But like, so great. You, you made a TV show about it. Like it was really insightful and trenchant, but I mean, it didn't work because now the company who makes it is making a reality show that does that exact thing, but for entertainment value. But at the same time, yeah. it's not killing people. It's not that bad. I mean, if, 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 if you get to go and punch little, what else do they do? Um, oh, oh, that, uh, that walk over the glass bit. That was fun. If yeah, you get to that, go and do that and maybe win $5 million and you don't die. It's they played marbles itself, too. Yeah. Oh, right. They did. By itself, this is not insidious. In context, there's some insidious bits about it. <laughs> but yes, I would fully do it. Although I'm getting most of our audience would not do it is the sense I'm getting. That's fair. I audience, I am glad you are. You are comfortable enough in your lives. You don't you don't need to go in the squid game audience. I would do it for like a thousand dollars. Why not? It looks fun. Just as long as there's no death involved. Yeah, that's the crucial clause. Yeah, that's really important. So yeah, that, that's a thing that's happening. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's not the only thing that's happening. So <laughs> shall we shall we move on to our next yeah. uh, our next? I, this is just the irony show at this point. Go ahead. Um, or it's going to be mean, for another couple minutes. Irony is is wonderful. Irony makes my world go round. So why don't you take this, Daniel? Because you're interested in this. Okay. So. Uh, Earlier this year, a movie called Morbius came out. Uh, it starred <laughs> Jared Leto, a movie, uh, a movie formerly known as Morbius, still known as Morbius, came out. It did meh at the box office. It was the next in Sony's Spider-Man villain universe. And it was just a hot mess of a movie. Um, you guys, like like Julie and Nicole, who've been listening for a while, you might remember we talked about this. I compared this movie to The Room um, in that it is just a hot mess. It's fun to watch because of how bad it is. The internet, which loves irony, God has been me. memeing this. God bless the, the internet. They have been memeing this movie constantly. Just people who are, uh, they made up a catchphrase for Morbius. It's Morbin time. That is not in the movie. All sorts of stuff talking about how this is the summer of Morbius. Sony <laughs> decided they would put that to the test and they released, they re-released Morbius in theaters and it made 
around three hundred thousand dollars over over a thousand theaters, which is it breaks down to like less than three hundred dollars a theater. So it's kind of like a, a dozen or two, two dozen people went and saw it. Your local car wash made more that weekend than Morbius. <laughs> so, uh, Dan, did you go see it when it came back out? No. I'm with Nicole. Uh, <laughs> I skipped Morbius because everyone said it was so terrible. Yeah, it's fair. Although it's a fair life this, choice. This, this story is great because, again, like you said, irony. So there's tons of people yeah. ironically saying how great Morbius is online. And a studio executive sees this, apparently is so detached that they can't figure out that they are saying they like the movie in a funny way and makes like a business decision based on these ironic I mean, the term is shit posts. I'm not sure if we should say that, but that's the term. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the dictionary dictionary term. <laughs> We're allowed. It's <laughs> it's 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 definitely it's the urban dictionary term. No doubt. I don't know. The, I don't know the real dictionary. Yeah. Got to catch up. Webster. Um, Miriam. They see it, yeah, Miriam Webster. What are you guys doing? And they actually put it back in the theaters. That's funny. I mean, again, it's 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 all about disconnection. It is just, funny. If if people had a better grasp of irony, just people in the executive class in the ruling class and the work class everywhere life would be better. I, I believe that then again, yeah, irony. I think poisoning, that's fair. It, yeah, that's fair. I mean, but then it, there are internet folk who are so deep down irony holes. They've lost the ability to be sincere at all. Like that can be a problem too, but um, You've have I balance. do balance in yeah, your irony. Yes. We gotta have balance. Like here, there was a disconnection yeah. between those who were really well-versed in irony and those who apparently have no ironic one on their body. And it resulted in a loss of several, like how much cost it opened that movie in thousands of theaters. Pretty yeah. funny. I, yeah, it is funny. I, I don't know how much of a dis. I feel like they knew, they knew that it was a joke because oh. Jared Leto, Jared Leto himself, he posted something to his social media, reading a script that, that said it's Morbin time, Morbius too. Like was the name of the script. And it had the music from Curb Your Enthusiasm in the background. Like, the writer was a, a Dr. Seuss character. Like it was very clearly <laughs> a ridiculous joke, but yeah, it didn't translate to dollar dollar bills, which is what Sony wanted to see if, if th that was what would happen. Um, so they wanted ironic to mommy dearest it. They wanted to the room it. They wanted to get an ironic so. audience in watching it ironically, but still giving money. Okay. Okay. I'm with yes. you. You want to know something ridiculous about this? So since this happened, a change.org petition went up to re-release it again. That basically said we were Buy all it. busy that weekend. Re-release it again. <laughs> um, we'll see if Sony buys that. I think it had like over 10,000 signatures last time I looked at it. Um, so, you know, it, Morbius will say this for it. It's not a good movie. At no point be deceived into thinking it is a good movie. But if you want to watch a bad movie and have fun doing it, it's okay for that. And I feel like this only adds to the legend, uh, the legend of Morbius, <laughs> this whole ironic debacle. Um, well, like, can I ask you, because you watched it. So sure. Is it a good, is it a good bad movie or a bad, bad movie? Because there are some awful movies that are fun to watch anyway, but there are some that are just bad and just boring and not fun to watch. So you think this um, one is more on the mommy dearest, the room, Rocky Horror level where folk like it because it's bad. Not like horror, actually, but actually like that one. Well, let's put it this way. There's a scene in it 
uh, where Matt Smith, spoiler here, Matt Smith uh-huh. becomes uh-huh. a vampire and then he sure. dances around. If I remember right, he has his shirt off. He's reveling in how sexy he is because he hasn't been able to like get around because he has a disease. So now he's a vampire. So he celebrates by dancing and looking at himself in the mirror. Gives you an idea of the level of of shtick and and absurdity in this movie. I, I would say That's it's a good bad movie Uh, um like i enjoyed my time watching it but it it wasn't boring but it was nonsensically absurd and had tons of things that didn't make sense and you know you kind of just had to watch it for what it was but i enjoyed my time oddly enough okay good so that's good i mean it wasn't it wasn't aggravating or boring which is kind of what i think of when i think of a bad bad movie like it makes me mad i will say the marketing made me mad for morbius because they had the vulture (laughs) in the marketing and that's the post-credit scene of the movie they they put the post-credit scenes in the marketing um so that was deceptive to me i think that (laughs) made me angry the movie itself was fine for what it was though i did i i have seen gifts of shirtless matt smith dancing around with his little white uh, uh white body around um okay yes. cool good so yeah good for morbid time we don't know if it's the summer of morbius uh dear god i hope we don't all remember it that way <laughs> the note we can leave that on we can come back a couple of years um moving on to the next little battery story okay this one oh, yeah. is a Speaking bit of, a of marketing people. Speaking of Mark, I, I just, I can't get over this. Yeah, um, yeah I want to hear your thoughts on this one. Minor spoiler for the upcoming Stranger Things Season 4 Volume 2 release. We've seen yeah. seven episodes of Stranger Things so far. There are two more yet to be released coming up on July 1st. And they put out some images. And you know, it's the Stranger Things crew. Like, uh, this image has a bit of a spoiler in it, so sorry about that. But it's the crew gathered around a table. Although... What kind of blew my mind was that, so these guys, Matt and Ross Duffer, who made certain things, are, are famous for mm-hmm. being very touchy about spoilers. Like, uh, I like that story where they there was some spoiler in like a Stranger Things Monopoly game and they flipped out, apparently. Yeah. Like, how could you do that? We can't let the thing away. And I mean, here we have on the left, Nancy Wheeler, one of the characters who last we left her is in the clutches of evil angry incel psychic monster night king vecna and this kind of reveals that she gets out i just think it's i just think it's funny that the show is so reluctant to kill characters it doesn't consider this a spoiler like it's just it just admits she's not any danger she never was it's not what we're about yeah um even though we made an episode that left off with her in grave danger i guess we trust you to think that we would never actually hurt anybody. So we're just not even going to pretend we're just going to reveal. Yeah. It's fine. I don't like it. I, I don't like that, but um, I will. I'm looking forward to the episodes though. Those look pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the episodes I I'm psyched for them, obviously uh, the finale is <laughs> two and a half hours long. I'm so ready for it. Um, yeah. The, you know, marketing is a, it's a weird thing because yeah, they, they revealed um, right out of the gate that Nancy was going to survive because the, the teaser that, survive. Yeah. yeah exactly the teaser that was attached to the end of episode seven that has now been posted everywhere and and we broke it down and all that kind of stuff <laughs> um that had nancy in it uh, hanging out with steve and robin in the upside down so we knew she was going to survive but yeah this is like well here's a nice glossy image 
just in case you forgot, she <laughs> will live and they will apparently all get out of the upside down to make their plans. I'm I'm excited for this. I'm not too. This is not a, a Michael Morbius vulture thing as far as I'm concerned. It's no. a it's a slight faux pas with the marketing, but it's not egregious. I do think the Monopoly meltdown story is funny, though. So it seems like the Duffer brothers are selective with their spoilers because the yeah. Hopper thing, too. They in the first trailer for the show for season four, they showed the Demogorgon Coliseum Coliseum right. scene. And that is something I was shocked was it is in like episode seven. Um, so yeah, that was like a, a late show spoiler. But it seems like they just want to know, you know, the Monopoly thing happened totally out of their control. Some Target employee put the Monopolies out early because they came in on the wrong truck or something and they <laughs> sold them. And there, I will say I read a couple of those cards. There's at least one that hasn't happened yet. So it's like a volume oh, no. two spoiler. So I can understand them being like, hey, who uh, sure. who started selling Monopoly early? Well, don't tell me. I'm curious. I don't think it's interesting. I agree with Nicole, though. It wasn't it's, a big it's, one. It's a Vecna summer. That's what it is. Not Morbius. Yeah. Summer. It's Vecna summer. I like that. And as she says, sorry, Morbius. always pleasantly surprised me with its writing. Yeah, it's been solid. I just wish it killed more people. I'm a Game of Thrones baby. Well, Game of Thrones adult. And I wish it killed more people, but we can go. I'll grab my own thing. You know, so can I ask you, can I ask you? I'm curious. Of course you can. It's kind of got a formula with killing people. I've come to realize it's like it kills one person per seat, like one main person per season. Like season one was Barb. Season two was Sean Astin and season three was Billy. So like, yeah, main people in quotation marks, but I'm curious who you think is going to get killed off this season. Chrissy, um, Chrissy already I died. Do, oh, that's fair. Okay. Well, of our, of our main crew slash subsidiary characters, because Chrissy was like, she was a side character. She was there to get killed and we all knew it because we've all seen enough horror movies that we know how these things them. work. I don't know. Someone we don't really care about that much. Maybe um, Murray or the new oh, Russian Murray. guy. I had a minute. I was like, wait, who? Um, yeah, 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 exactly. I, that's funny. I almost said maybe Dimitri. Yeah, I'll be, you know, if Vecna doesn't get somebody like I don't somebody. want any of the main cast to die, but it'd be like if Nightmare on Elm Street, if Freddy Krueger never killed any main <laughs> characters. He's a lot less scary than when he is, you know, getting Johnny Depp at the 11th hour. Murder some people. Like, I believe in you. You are a dick and I want you to show it. Uh, but we'll see. Maybe it will. Two and a half hours. Um, yeah. they, they, they have something. That's planned. plenty of time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Christian says, Eddie, I think Eddie's a decent boss. <sighs> yeah. We Argyle. won't get into spoilers. Starter, Eddie's dude. a good guess. Oh, man. What do you know? I feel like I, I know a thing. Okay. I, have, I know what I know a thing about ah. Eddie. This is just from the actor talking. The actor talking oh. about that he expects to be back next season, basically, or hopes to okay. be back. So that to me says Eddie probably didn't bite the dust, even though the, he'll be in peril. Everyone's I, I, in peril I, on this show. No one dies. I should expect. Is yes. the peril real? But I mean, as long as you just um, kind of uh, fool me into thinking it is, that's fine. I just, at this yeah. point, I'm not really, I'm, I, I'm, I'm being less fooled. All right. Yeah. Let's move on because we have one more uh, little story to do before we go on to the next section. Ooh. We, okay. We, we had a full dance card for you today. I just, we had to talk about this briefly. Okay. A dance card, you say? 
Yeah. Uh, That's appropriate. Oh, actually, yeah, it is appropriate. So this is an interesting <laughs> one. So uh, Joker with Joaquin Phoenix came out in 2019, was it? I don't know. Uh, I think so. Huge. I think it's the highest grossing R-rated movie in history. Batman spinoff. What's uh, Joker's origin sort of? But it was. Yeah. It was barely a Batman adjacent movie. It was Joaquin Phoenix being yeah. very uh, deep into this character, doing a real character. You want to go full Travis Bickle, Martin Scorsese on this. Um, hugely, yeah. hugely popular. Enormous. Did you like it? I thought it was very potently made definitely although i had some problems with kind of the, the 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 overall point of it but i enjoyed it interesting so i i'll be honest i have not seen it um no I'm way not the biggest i i missed the joker with joaquin i'm not the biggest dc person and that was one of those movies where i was like do i really want do i care enough <laughs> to to go out of my way to watch this i'll watch it at some point it's on i think hbo max now i'll yeah. get around to it i fully um, especially, thought you would have seen it yeah well so okay so you had mixed feelings it sounds like would you go see a second one i mean i will if these room not rumors if, if these solid <laughs> news reports are true so Fair. the news is that the sequel, which is because again, hugely successful, I think over a billion dollars since already movie, which is very, which is very rare. It's yeah. gonna be a musical, and it's gonna star Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. <laughs> um, that that sounds yeah, real that's a choice. Dumb. I'm all over that. Um, <laughs> that sounds so out of left field, bizarre. Um, I like it just because it would tick off people who don't think musicals are hard enough to do that. Like just, I would like it in a trolling way, just, just on one level. Cause I, I've already seen like musicals. No, keep that out of here. That's not serious. Well, I mean, the whole point of Joker was kind of like the movie was kind of thumbing its nose at movies at society, which again, uh, can talk about whether that's a good goal, but it, 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 it was definitely a like screw the man kind of movie. Um, yeah. And if you want to keep with that sort of ethos of um, do the unexpected, yeah, make it a musical with Lady Gaga. I love the absurdity of it. So yeah, yeah. that sounds weird to get me in, get me in the theater. Yes, Joker two starring Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga, the musical as Harley Quinn. Um, yes, I'm into it. I think that what, I think it's one of the things that would make me want to go see it. I'm not sure if I would see just a straight yeah. up sequel, but that I would probably see. Yeah, that's fascinating. I, I I totally agree with you. I you know, if they had just announced Joker 2's coming, I would have just rolled my eyes and been like, okay. I, I didn't care enough to see the first Joker, except for one night when I literally will have nothing else to watch. So I wouldn't have looked twice at it, but a Joker sequel with Lady Gaga as Harley <laughs> Quinn that is a musical, and knowing how dark the first one was. What kind of musical is this going to be? I'm intrigued. Um, probably a pretty twisted, messed up one. Yeah, or I'm a really bright, sunny, like throwback to the golden age, 1940s musicals. Go the opposite way. It's something weird. It's possible. The way the yes. way the producers think about this, they might do it just to troll folk. And there is a rebellious teenage part of me that kind of likes that. So, I mean, yeah. we've just been talking about irony culture. <laughs> we've yeah, just yes, been talking have. about the. So, like, here you go. Here's another one. Yeah, I I think if they do this, and I, so it's important to note with this, this was a legit report that this is 
coming out oh, that yeah. it's going to be a like musical. This is like the Hollywood Report. This isn't like Drudge yes. Report. They're not around anymore. This isn't like a tiny yes. like blog or whatever. But this is real information. Yeah, the production itself, I don't think has confirmed this. I think they've just said Lady Gaga's and talks. Like, so things could change, but based yeah, on how do it now, now, yeah, if you're gonna say. You're going to do a Joker sequel with Lady Gaga. That's a musical. You kind of got to you got to follow through on that. Don't you promise me Lady Gaga and give me Katy Perry. Like you've got to go through on this now. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that Mm -hmm. would. So did you like let me ask, because the main uh, kind of pushback that I've seen online about this is really just about Harley Quinn because Margot Robbie was so incredible in that role. Yeah. She is uh, did good. you like Margot Robbie set. as Harley Quinn? I do. Yeah. It's one of those like kind of things where it just sort of lined up really, really well. She, she yeah. does seem like a great fit. Totally. Um, this is a different movie though. It, it, it's, it's, it's not the yeah. same thing. Also, I have no idea if she could sing and only the guy can sing. So if you want to make a musical. So if I, and, and if anyone has seen this in the chat, correct me if I'm wrong here, but so from what I remember of birds of prey, she did sing a couple songs in that movie and they were okay. She's, she's not uh, a musician. She's not a singer the way like lady Gaga. And when you get lady Gaga to do musicals, it's like, you know, it's, you know, it's different than having an actor and, and getting them to go hopefully sing in a passable fashion um they could probably do a lot more but it seems like having songs and musical stuff is maybe on character for harley quinn uh, i'm not familiar yeah, enough sure. to know that but, but they did it in birds She's of wacky. prey so honest yeah, to god that was Margot a wacky robbie movie. might be too perfect for it like it she, she, she was so spot on it was almost dull like she couldn't bring anything ah, new to okay, it okay. because That's... I expected so thoroughly her to do pretty much what she did. Lady Gaga is yeah. a little bit more of a, oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, um, which is kind of how I, I felt about Joaquin Phoenix when I heard he got cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like, just what will he bring <laughs> to this? Right. What, what will he bring to this, you know? The, the Caesar from Gladiator, he's a, he's can be a real scary villain. So, yeah, I'm intrigued. And as Christian asked, is Adele going to play Poison Ivy? Yeah, I hope so. Get them, One can hope. <laughs> get them all in there. Is Taylor yeah. Swift going to be two-faced? Like, just get everybody in there. Just do, do it all. <laughs> and I would fully be on board. Um, okay. And that, that uh, movie that would is, make bang. Now, that would be a camp. That would be irony culture. The house down. That would be down the rabbit hole so deep. Yes. We cannot see the sun. That would be something. <laughs> uh, we'll see more of that as it comes along. And that is yeah. our kind of a uh, pillar of little news stories. And we, and we're going to move this yep. along because as usual, we are talking storm. Um, Daniel uh, and people in the audience, do do. Good, good people take the black. What are you watching lately? If anything, probably something. Well, uh, I I'll start the latest thing that I watched uh, was the Orville. I started in on oh, that today. Yeah, how was it? The Orville new horizons. It's pretty good. Um, it's, the Orville's it's always been kind of a weird show because it's it's Seth MacFarlane. You expect it to be a comedy and it has a lot of funny Warp. moments, but it also gets really surprisingly heavy. And this season, it seems like they're leaning into that a lot more. Uh, they have they must have an insane budget for that show. They had so many special effects shots that were just like ships flying around space where it's like this is not really doing anything for this 
show except showing off that they can do these crazy shots that almost look movie quality. Um, But uh, it's decent juries out. I think on this one, I did not laugh very much, which has always been my favorite thing about the Orville. The premiere revolves around suicide um, and different cultures and how they view that with within. Yeah. That's all we'll say to avoid spoilers, but I'm curious to see what they do. It's clear that they have put, you know, the last season of the Orville came out in 2019. So it is clear that they have been working on this for like three years. Um, It looks amazing. It's just a question of whether the comedy will deliver because that's always been important. Did that show like start funny and then get like serious creep over the years or, 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 was it always like a, a blend? Because, I mean, you're right. Um, I, it, hear, I hear Seth MacFarlane Family Guy, American Dad. I'm expecting a goofy. So it had the it had the creep, but it had the creep in the first season. So it feels like that was the intent was we're going to get people in the door because they know I'm a funny guy and we're going to have a funny show. We're going to market it really right. funny. And then by like, I want to say it was only like episode six or seven, they started slipping in more serious stories or more thoughtful stories that were really reminiscent of old Star Trek, where they'd go to a planet and there would be some reflection on society that forced you to think about it in a different way. And that was really good. I, I think when it has the balance, it's wonderful. Cool. As the show has gone on, so season two, I I really felt that they put a little too much focus on flexing their special effects budget muscle. Sure. They, they had a lot, like way more special effects than it feels like the show warrants um, because <laughs> it, they, they feel like special effects for special effects sake huh. instead of like Money to help drive on. home. Yeah, uh, it kind of. <laughs> so... But the second season did still have some jokes. Now, you <laughs> know, jokes. the third season starting off very serious. So we'll see. Interesting. But that's, that was kind that, of doesn't feel like it's like the show has forgotten what it is or anything, I guess. Okay. That's an interesting journey, though, for a show like that. I probably there's so much to watch. I've always been intrigued by it. Um, as Nicole says, watching Miss Marvel, Obi-Wan, The Boys and Becoming oh, nice. Elizabeth. I watched the first three of those, Nicole. What do you think of Miss Marvel, Nicole? I'm curious about that. Um, I watched episode two today, and it's still good. It's still cute. It's at that point in every Marvel show's life where it's about more about the characters and the grounding than it is about the wider universe. Um, mm. And it's at that point where the shoe hasn't dropped, but I wonder if it'll drop. It's nice. It's cute. It's good. I think they're kind of overdoing the um, get inside a teenager's head of it all. Like, I would like it yeah. more... They have these things where like whenever she texts, there'll be like little like yes. kind of words elsewhere going around like on signs. And like she looks at a cute boy and like kind of like flames, colorful comic and like hundreds go up around it. And um, I think it's almost distracting. It's almost like insisting on itself. Like just, I don't know, just let the actor who's really, really good to sell it. Like that, 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 that's what I prefer. Um, but okay. it's good. It's well made. It's cute. It's fun. I liked her saving the kid at the end. Um, I like it. It's nice. It's another good, good Marvel series. Will it be great? I don't know. As Nicole said, I've only seen one episode of Marvel, but it's decent. Or substitute nine. I like Nicole. I like the ethnicity aspect, and it feels nice. very Jersey City to me. I'm a Jersey girl. Yeah, it is definitely cool. I have heard a lot of people talk about how kind of connected they feel to the fact that I mean, 
Kamala Khan goes to the mosque. Kamala Khan has conversations about the hijab. Uh, Kamala Khan has a Muslim family who's very protective and um, don't want her to see anybody outside of the thing. Like, you can definitely, they enthusiastically embrace that, which is very, very cool. I almost totally. feel like it's, yes. Yeah. Ariba loves it, who's reviewing it for um, us. And, and she's really, really enjoying it. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah, I, I really like the first episode. So the thing I'm curious about oh, with this, it, it almost feels I did. I watched the first one. I haven't seen the second one yet. I think Marvel, you know, they they're another one where like serious stories, they can only get so serious when they're yeah, Marvel exactly. stories before they start to like butt up against the wall of what they're willing to do. I, I felt mm-hmm. that way with Moon Knight where yes, I which... really loved it, but it hit a point where it started to get silly at, in certain moments where it started it to feel like it. it it reached or like it was going for the product placement when it was telling a really heavy story um, mm-hmm. or trying to. So I feel like with something like Miss Marvel, it's almost nice because like you don't expect it to be a heavy story. Like it is whimsical. Yes, it nice. is that's fun. True. And I feel like that, that might be a sweet spot for Marvel. Like that's kind of yeah. why I'm excited for Thor love and thunder too, because it's Taika Waititi it's Thor. It's going to be fun. And I feel like when they can lean into the fun, Marvel is at its best with the exception of the big crossovers. Right. Yeah. Marvel has things it does well. And it's Marvel's the tone is something that it can do well. I'm liking it. Yeah. Um, cool. Are you enjoying Obi-Wan Kenobi, Daniel? Are you looking forward to the finale next Wednesday? That was only one episode left. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally looking forward to the finale. I have had... <laughs> I've had mixed feelings with Obi-Wan Kenobi. There are a lot of things I think it is doing better than any Disney Star Wars thing that has come out. I think there are aspects of it that get Star Wars in a way that, and specifically the prequel Star Wars films in a way that I haven't seen any other Disney project really nail. Um, The lightsaber stuff is great Um, there. All I'll say is there was a flashback in this episode and it made the fans very, 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 very happy. Yeah, we've all been kind of waiting for this one ever since the casting news was announced, and it it was pretty good. Um, the themes are really strong. Uh, the thing that bugs me with Obi-Wan Kenobi is that there are just like fast and loose decisions with like what characters do in situations that don't always make sense. Like there are the Obi-Wan Kenobi's problems are little things. They're not big things. Mm. The, the overarching picture of the show is fantastic. The, the actors are great. The effects are great. The music is as good as any star Wars score, like movie or show. The music is fantastic. Um, But there are lots of just little continuity things where it's like, uh, you know, people letting people go in weird, you know, kind of like the mustache twirling villain type thing where it's like, I could kill you right now, but instead I'll leave you here to die as you deserve (laughs) instead of killing you like any reasonable person would. Um, Yeah, there's those kinds of things that just they I really want to love this show and they just keep kind of knocking me back from being able to, but generally I think it's good. It's worth watching for sure. Especially if you're a fan of the first six star Wars movies. <laughs> That's a wide swath. Yeah. Yeah. It looks good. I should hopefully I'll, I'll get around to it. It's one of those things that kind of slip through as I've been watching things like, um, it's Marvel and the so boys. TV. But I think, I think the boys is, is firing on all cylinders pretty much. I'm really liking it a yeah. lot. 
yeah, it's intense. There's good rising action. I want to see what, if they can manage to kill Homelander, I think they have really good conflict going. Uh, that show is probably my favorite show on that I'm watching right now. Although Barry is yeah. uh, being pretty sweet oh, nice. right over there. So yeah, there, there's some good stuff. And it's only going to get thicker. All right, Daniel, I want to yeah. move so long because, uh, although do you have any thoughts on okay. any of that? Um, just, I agree with you about the boys. So I'm also watching the boys and I do think it's one firing on all cylinders and two, the best thing that I'm watching as a whole right now, um, just in terms of like the whole package, there's no weak sure. link on the boys. And there are on a lot of these other shows we've talked about. I also just want to point out Nicole's comment that she agrees that Obi-Wan has great elements like the music and acting, but there's definitely something off about it that almost feels cheap. I totally agree with that, Nicole, especially there are, there were some times, especially in the early episodes where the sets felt small. Um, And I don't really know. It's kind of the only time in one of these new star Wars shows that I felt like the volume, which is like the three dimensional set that projects visuals up to replace place green screen basically has taken away something because there are like sweeping Tatooine desert shots, but they're so clearly fake because like there's no wind, there's no sand. It's just you and McGregor on a green screen camel surrounded by this, this amphitheater. There is something about Obi-Wan Kenobi that feels small at times. Interesting. I, I'm not, so you wouldn't expect that. Yeah, I can't quite put my finger, me neither. I, I can't quite put my finger on it, but like mm-hmm. sometimes it's the sets. There's one spot where they're running through a crowded city and it's kind of like everyone's standing there and you and McGregor's like bound, like ducking, <laughs> ducking through the crowd. And it's like, that looks kind of ridiculous. So yeah, I, I'm not entirely sure what it is, but I definitely agree with you, Nicole. I, um, I remember when like, uh, well, actually when George Lucas was, was saying that the green screen prequel stuff was like the future and that we'll all be using yeah. this and it, it didn't really happen. I mean, like people use it, but they still use real stuff too. And I, I feel like maybe this new technology is coming along and folk are really getting into it and really get excited by it. But yeah. I, I, I think eventually we'll learn that while it has its place, it's not there are things you can't get with it. Yeah. Like, we'll eventually get self-conscious about that. Uh, but maybe right now we're really yep. in the thick of our love for it. And by our, I mean, Hollywood, yeah. I'm not there. I'm in Chicago. So <laughs> yeah. You know, so I've been thinking about that a lot because I've been rewatching the Jurassic world and Jurassic park Ooh, movies yeah, yeah. in preparation for the new one. And the effects in the new Jurassic world movies are mm-hmm. worse than the than the Jurassic Park movies from like nineteen the nineties, um, I mean, and it's like how can those that effects be? Part that first of it, one remarkable. They they were they were they really were, and oh, they're amazing. It's not just the puppets because the puppets are a big part of that because they had mm-hmm. actual T Rexes that they built to be in the movie. So like, <laughs> okay. no amount of green screen can yeah. can compete with that it just can't it just does not look as good but their visual of there was something about their visual effects the the this um cgi animals that also looked mm-hmm. at least as good if not better there's there's like a cap i think with the green screen mm-hmm. um cgi technology where it's like you hit your limit and it can't look better so you're just piling more on and it kind of starts to look worse i yeah yeah it, it's that interesting. sounds very very uh, accurate to me. And 
I think, again, we'll learn, like we did in green screen, that it's not, that this new thing yeah. isn't a panacea. It'll get back to it eventually. Yep. And it, it, it takes more than a lot of money. It, it takes like a vision of someone who really wants to not like have the best effects, but like have the most realistic or most convincing effects. Cause Absolutely. Like that's a different mindset. Um, someone will come along yeah, and blow our I minds agree. and they'll use a mix of stuff and it'll be great. Um, House the House the Dragon is going to be a lot of practice stuff, I think, or at least it's not a lot of volume. Oh, I hope so. That'd be it's cool. It's just dark. Okay. We got to go on to the lightning <laughs> round because. But, but we, will you see them? Yeah, let's do it. No, that's their strategy. It'll be too dark to see. Okay. Lightning round. Where we go through. <laughs> Even more things we did get a chance to talk about, but only have 20 seconds to respond to them. Okay. I think I arranged this, so I'm going to ask you first. Daniel, Roman, uh, the very successful movie, Spider-Man No Way Home, is returning to theaters with new stuff. Yay, nay, in between. Um, I mean, in between, we don't even know what the new stuff is. It's just coming back on Labor Day. They're saying it will be extended, have new stuff. There better right. be new scenes in it or people will revolt. <laughs> it better not just be blooper reels, but people will go see it. It's Spider-Man No Way Home. It was an yeah. amazing movie. Perfect. All right. Okay, Dan. Um, Lightyear, the, the Toy uh-huh. Story spinoff about the person who inspired the Buzz Lightyear action figures. Uh, Lightyear was banned in Saudi Arabia, Indonesia, Egypt, and other countries because gay. Yeah, um, the UAE, there are a bunch of countries where basically there's a same-sex kiss in this new Pixar movie about the Buzz Lightyear. We can't even go into the plot because it's so kind of meta and weird. Um, That's been happening more lately because I I think uh, Eternals got, got blocked. With more Disney stuff, I do give Disney credit for sticking to their guns and not removing like these very small elements too that are getting blocked. Yeah, Doctor Strange too, and that Doctor Strange was that's a whole okay. We got to move on, but can of worms a whole episode on censorship because quite a fascinating uh, area. Okay, yes, Daniel Roman. Oh, oh, here we go. Uh, Uh, Brian Cox. Oh, sweet. Of um, yes. session will play Helm Hammerhand in the new Lord of the Rings movie, The War of the Rohirrim, with Miranda Otto returning as Eowyn, the Shield Maiden from Peter Jackson trilogy, who will narrate it. Eh, eh. I can't lie; I could have cared less about this movie until this announcement, and now I'm psyched. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd watch Brian Cox read the phone book. Like that dude that. is he's fantastic. I love him in basically everything he's in. Um, and having Miranda Otto come back as Eowyn, chef's kiss. Thank you. Chef's kiss. Great choice. Yeah. Um, that will definitely okay. get some people into the theater. Gonna me, probably. Yeah, well, totally. Um, all right, Dan. Neil hmm. Patrick Harris Actual. joins the cast of Doctor Who as a villain. That's pretty fun. I, I, I will say the guy returning to uh, Russell T. Davies who's going to manage Doctor Who has doing a very good job of hyping things up and talking stuff up and getting like kind of the word out there. He's bringing back David Tennant, bringing back yes. Tate, bringing in Patrick Harris to play. A, I don't know. Um, he's bringing seems to be building, building some anticipation, which after so many years is hard to do for this show, but good for him on um, going this extra mile and trying to get us all excited for it. Yeah. All right. Daniel, earlier we were discussing zombies yeah. and zombie shows. The next walking okay. dead show tales of the walking dead will premiere on august 14th how excited are you how thrilled i 
I can't even I can't even put into words how not excited I am. <laughs> I, so I really like The Walking Dead, but I like with Marvel, I kind of have burnout on all these different series. I like that it's an anthology series. I'm sure I'll watch it at some point. That makes it way more accessible for me who doesn't you know, want to watch 10 seasons of spinoffs to be able to understand what's going on. Yeah, that, that's fair enough. It's, it's hard to get psyched up. And by the way, Nicole, yeah. when's the movie coming out? Um, 2024, I believe, is the date that they're yeah. targeting for that one. So a while. Also, yeah, it's April animated. 12th. Yeah, April 12th, 2024. It is an animated movie. Yes. Okay, Dan. Huh. Ooh. All right, all right. I want your thoughts on this one. So Fast and the Furious director, Justin Lin, is making a live action One Punch Man movie based on the very popular manga and the anime yeah actually yeah i am so that anime is fun i like it i watched it it's it's got this great concept Uh, again it's superhero stuff and he's so strong he just eats everything that's very very bored and it just has a lot of ennui it's very very funny like anime is very hit or miss to me but i do like something i like that one a lot this could be really fun one punch man is great not sure people who have seen it but i recommend it it's a good show and i i would totally sweet all right. Um, speaking of anime adjacent things, Paramount and Nickelodeon are making three animated Avatar The Last Airbender movies while Netflix yes. is making its live action remake. Eh? Um, I, you know, I'm I'm more excited for this than I am for Netflix's show. Um, it has the original okay. creators attached, which Nickelodeon nice. is loving to rub that salt in Netflix's wounds. <laughs> um I, yeah, I'm excited for these. I love The Last Airbender. I will totally give them a chance when they come out. I, I, yeah. Plus, give us the Streaming Wars drama. Do it. Uh, Julie, that's pretty funny. Julie says uh, 2024 is when the movie will come out. Five years before <laughs> Winds of Winter. <laughs> that's right. Let's drag him as much as we possibly can. All right. And there is, I think, one more. All right. Yes. Yes, indeed. One more. Oh, this is cool. I'm excited for this movie. So Uma Thurman, Henry Golding. Oh, wait, Uma Thurman and Henry Golding. They joined Charlize Theron in the cast for The Old Guard 2, which is coming to Netflix currently in production. That's exciting. That's cool. Um, yeah, I liked The Old yeah. Guard. It was one of those like Netflix things that comes out of nowhere and just blows up and becomes a hit. Uh, totally. Cool. Sort of, again, superhero ancient people drama um uma thurman obviously has a bit of an action hero past kill bill so that's a good choice yep. there i could totally see her being totally. an ancient lady with a sword dicing people up so yeah i'll watch that that sounds fun good for them and charlie's thrown what career revival to like turn into this okay we got to stop talking but um yeah daniel we've I talked fun about today. charlie's theron all day we could she's a good show she, she she's had quite the arc but yeah this was fun Always good chatting with you. Always good chatting with you out there and take the black land. Our uh, lovely viewers, as Nicole says, Avatar is my favorite, including animated show. Yeah, mine too. I think it's a lot of favorites. That show's great. Yeah. We are available in podcast form wherever podcasts are available, be it Google Play, iTunes, or anywhere else. We also have this live show every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. Here on the Winners Coming Facebook page or the Winners Coming YouTube page, or do we, in our current irony culture, it's impossible to know. <laughs> Good night and see you next week. Bye for now. Take care. All.
This podcast is brought to you by Fansighted. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.